Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well, daggum. I learned something today. Big shout out to everybody that's been listening and tuning in and staying a part of the Well Daggum world. Really do appreciate it. Uh, make sure to get out there and rate and review and uh, share on the social media platforms through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Well Daggum Pod. Uh, retweet, share, uh, post it to your timeline. If you see it on Instagram, you can repost that so other people can see and they may be able to enjoy in the wonderful, smooth soundings of the Well Daggum world. Other than that, um, want to just jump right into things, I reckon. Uh, kind of shortening that stuff down because it's not stuff we really need to say over and over because if you're listening now, chances are you've heard me say it before. So, in the studio, live on the spot, we have a good friend of mine from years back that's actually been on the podcast a few good times before. You might remember his voice, you might remember his name, but it's my good friend Mike. How you doing, Mike? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, you know, can't complain tonight. It's been a pretty good day, been a pretty good evening, and uh, I'm excited to have you in here. Good. So, uh, Mike's come in, he just got off work, and he's rolling in, going to hang out and throw a few things down that's been on his mind, and uh, we're just going to hash it out a little bit. So, what's going on in your life, man? I tell you what, before we get into that, okay, I'm looking at this poster behind you. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the old teddy bear cave. Yeah, which um, props on your remodeling. Oh, thank no, you. It does, yeah. look, does look very nice, very Te- cozy. Teddy bear cave 2.0. Yeah, it is, it's very nice. No, I appreciate that, man. Um, is, is it Ron Swanson? That is Ron Swanson. Nick Offerman uh, as of a real person. Okay. But yeah, Ron Swanson is his character on uh, Parks and Recreation. What is the Pyramid of Greatness? The, is the, that, like, just thinking, um, <laughs> obviously you got to start off with your foundation there and work your way up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it was basically, he took over, uh, not a Boy Scout group, but he took over like an AAU team of kids and uh, he was trying to teach him basketball and he's like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to be a better man first. And so he came up with his own thing of like what makes him a great man and that's what they need to incorporate into their life. So, you know, I don't see basketball on there. No, it wasn't. He didn't really care about the sport. He was mostly. <laughs> no, no kidding. Yeah, he, he was mostly just wanting them to be better men in his version of being a better man. Uh, take down the uh, the the social uh, <laughs> the social workings of the government uh, slowly. And that's the reason yeah. he worked for the government, so he could take it down from the inside. <laughs> By not doing anything as much as possible. Yeah, I, it's not. There's not bad advice on there though. No, it's I mean, all it's all pretty nice. And then cut the bullshit. Plain and simple. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, friends. One of two. <laughs> one to three. One to three is sufficient. Yeah, there <laughs> you, you don't go. need more. Yeah, that's uh, got that badge. Yeah, I was glad to make that poster. And uh, and to put it up there, it's 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 a good staple for the for the teddy bear cake. It is really good. Yeah, (laughs) I just actually saw on Audible he has a book where he narrates. uh, Believe it's Tom Sawyer. Oh wow, that would be a good good Audible to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Hearing his voice go through something, just it makes you think of that manly man, and then it's just like oh. 
I could get into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Knowing him as uh, the character he is or the, the actor he is. Yep. Uh, he, he actually visited Inez, Kentucky. Why? Uh, a while back. And it's not out yet, but he was working on a documentary about small towns and how they run and how they keep things going. And um, and he uh, he went in to visit and uh, visited and actually an old uh, teacher I had in high school, hmm. uh, Mickey McCoy who has a restaurant uh, nearby in, the, in a local area there and um, just a big advocate of the of the community and, and tries to he, – he's not so much for the coal mines and stuff like that. He's more of a, a liberal view. Uh, kind of for is. the people. Yeah, and yep. so he's always, like, bucking the system of everybody, like, well, this is how it goes and this is how it's always going to be. So he's like, no. Right. <laughs> you know, he's always that guy. <laughs> we not can a, change things. <laughs> yeah, he, he's that guy not afraid to speak up. So he he ruffles a lot of feathers. That's good. Uh, but I've always enjoyed him. I've always thought he was a fun guy. So it was really funny that, that uh, old Nick Offerman would uh, meet up with him and they had some pictures. And I was like, oh, that's – he met one of the one of the few greats back home. So <laughs> Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know when that's coming out. I don't know the name of it, but he's got one coming out sometime or another. That was like a year ago, possibly. Oh, he was right. visiting there. Um, oh, yeah. I imagine it would be much longer. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. he's got a few more small towns he wants to visit. Inez was one. I, of the I top. think it's a show, so I think he's going to have like several different locations he goes to. I don't yeah. know that it's so much going to be one one movie documentary thing. What but, about Inez? Do you think he said? I've got to go there. Um, you know, I'm not really sure what what drew him to that area. He might have been in another area nearby, being the coal mining community, and mm-hmm. people basically uh, being more sufficient on themselves, as opposed to moving to a city and having a chicken coop and your little box garden. Right. Because uh, back home, you people have... chickens on the roof. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but back home, people have real gardens, and they have real chickens, where yeah. it's like, no, we use those. Right. And real we, scarecrow made from... <laughs> Jeans and stuffed with straw. To literally get yeah. rid of crows, not for the sake of saying, we have a scarecrow. Oh, yeah. boy. You know? <laughs> so, uh, and I, I would say that's probably what it's along the lines of being mm-hmm. as far as, like, surviving even though uh, the odds are set against you kind of thing. Right on. So, which, uh, funny enough, uh, I just found out the, the coal mines are trying to make a, a good return back as far as, like, that was our staple. Yeah. Uh, as far as people having a, uh, a good-paying job without having a lot of education and stuff like that. There are a lot of coal mining jobs in Martin County uh, that people, so many people have left, though, since uh, the Obama term and shutting down the coal mines and shutting down the whole Clean Coal Act, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um there was a lot of people left to go find jobs somewhere else because they didn't have anything. And now that it's back in and, you know, and it's not thriving, but it's, there's jobs. Right. So if you're looking for a job, head to Martin County, coal mines are hiring. Uh, if you, if you don't have a lot of education, you don't want to make twenty thirty dollars an hour. <laughs> you know, what's weird is, um, I went to, which I believe we talked about on this podcast, but, yeah. um, several people know that I went to England to visit a friend and attend a wedding and stuff. And, through that, I got to talking to the um, bride's father, actually, the night before the wedding. We were kind of hanging out, meeting the family and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it turns out he worked at a power plant. And I, I too, him in the industrial right. business. So we got to telling stories and stuff. And uh, it turns out he gets his coal from Kentucky. Oh, wow. All the way over there in England. Ship it all the way out. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, I know when all the Clean Coal 
clean coal act stuff was going through um they looked about shipping over uh the coal they had because there was a lot of coal i mean there's still a lot of coal in the ground uh there's still a lot to be mined um so yeah, they were looking for other uh, re- revenues to be able to send the coal to because other customers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were sending it overseas. Uh, it's not super cost effective. They still made some money, but uh, but it was like, well, we can't use it here. Yeah, send it to somebody that's willing to use it because people yeah. still burn coal all around the world. Oh, we still do here too. Right here in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's true. There's power plants, mm-hmm. uh, Alexandria area there, close to Alexandria. Well, yeah, I think that one down on the river by Indiana too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. But like I said, when I was growing up, Dad and all them always said, "Don't go into the mines; it's not going to be around forever." Mm-hmm. And and if you keep up with any kind of the the social climate as far as power goes or uh, the government, um, you see that they're trying to make leaps and bounds towards cleaner power sources. Uh, some people think they have the right idea, but when they get the real facts about it, um, you know the things that they think are bad like fracking it was horrible in the beginning everybody's like Fra- i did a whole i remember i was in classes at the time and i mm-hmm. actually done a whole study on fracking and and like how it could be you know leading up to a lot of bad things but now just like coal mining people you know it was like oh you use a pick and shovel it's like well no there's a lot of large machinery that keeps it a lot safer now it's dangerous yeah it's but, still dangerous you're still underground a, for, way more safer yeah. than when my grandpa and them did it <laughs> right you know so and we just have electrical sensors now and, and just like with fracking uh it's gotten a lot safer it's gotten a lot more science behind it and um i'm trying to think where there's a gas plant that uses natural gas that they actually catch the emissions of the carbon and stuff like that that comes out or not carbon uh, i think it's like a uh, a CO2. I don't. We don't do facts here. Natural. <laughs> we are fact-free. Yeah, podcast. We, we don't have to look up facts. <laughs> oh, it's a. Uh, but the it's, emissions. It's the natural gas that seeps yeah. out. Well, yeah. Well, just uh, what's left over after they burn it to mm-hmm. use it for the power. Uh, they have a new system in a, a certain place that will catch that and reuse it. And it actually almost puts out zero admission, almost. Oh. Uh, but it keeps the plant self-sufficient on itself. So it's filtering out what it's producing uh, as just a byproduct, and it's using that to help keep the plant running. Kind of fired up. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's kind of like, a wow, this is way better than coal as far as, I mean, you know. The coal mines weren't around to help people back in the day. They were around to make money. Oh, yeah. And so I think you, they're still around to make money. Well, they don't have coal mine towns now. True. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to the company store. <laughs> you don't have a fake piece of paper that says you have this many credits. Right. And you can thanks go for, use your thanks coal Thanks for bucks. spending you know, 60 hours underground this week. They you can gave, go buy stuff from us. Gave a new meaning to the, the coal bucks. Uh, <laughs> Coles bucks, I guess. Yeah, coal, yeah, coal cash. <laughs> Coles cash. There you go. Um, so... So, yeah, I mean, back in the day, they did it, and it helped people, and people could feed their families and stuff like that. But at the same time, it was basically a sweat camp of, oh, yeah. of just, you can buy our stuff uh, with the money we give you. So it's just circulating back in and, you know, monopoly of sorts. Um, so and, and so people think of it, though, and it's like, that's our heritage. That's what my grand great-granddaddy did and all this. And I'm like, I'm proud of that. They worked hard. Absolutely. To provide for families and our family and uh, but at the same time, if you really look at the facts of it, it's like, oh, 
yeah, like that probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there is a better way. Yeah, like well, and I so, would say there. I mean, nowadays, back then, there maybe not, but right. Well, and when the when the clean coal stuff started coming through, and they shut down the power plant from back home, that was really prominent and stuff like that. I was like, you know, this sucks, and I hate this for all my family that lost their jobs and stuff like that. But maybe this is that thing that's going to push us forward to the next big thing. Um, cause you know, whenever somebody brings up something good, they say, Oh, nuclear power is the future. And they're like, what about Chernobyl? I was like, yeah, or what about Chernobyl? <laughs> I mean, there was the, what was it? Three mile Island. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there are some cases where stuff like that happens, mm-hmm. but like I said, there's so many advances there's so many new sciences behind it all. They're, they're swindling that down to where or not swindling. They're they're dwindling that down to where it's the probability is far less now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would take a freak accident for something like that to happen. I'm not pushing for nuclear power. I'm not pushing for fracking. I'm just saying. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it could be better. Right. Yeah, there there are <laughs> options. So, um so yeah, yeah, that's that's my Ron Swanson. Man, we kind of got right off, yeah, <laughs> right out the gate went, there. <laughs> we went straight for Ron and just veered off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right that, after Cole. That's what the con- the <laughs> podcast has been doing a lot lately. It seems like, but you know, if if you're willing to listen, we're willing to talk. So, well, you know, it is entertaining. Yeah, that's right. This is going to help somebody when they get uh, whatever kind of break to go sit on the can at work, you know, and yeah. uh, throw a podcast on in their sit headphones. Sit there and wonder why Nick Offerman <laughs> went to Inez, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, so many other small towns. We can find out, you know. And uh, and, and speaking of the same fact, I, I saw that there was another uh, another town in another state uh, where their water has super high iron. And there's been a lot of water-related uh, towns yeah. popping up saying that their water is undrinkable. Well, you were... You work for the water company. How old is that system? Oh, man. Just think about it. Like, power company, it's yeah. easy to replace. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I mean, it's not overnight, but it's yeah. comparing. You don't have to dig up half the earth to right. replace it when you're replacing power lines and stuff. But I, I bet if I, if I looked, I could find you a date of when that water company was put in. And most of my six years there, we spent replacing uh, the old stuff. Yeah, we spent you know going in taking out old plastic pieces that were put in to save money, and putting in the brass and the copper and trying right. to you know. But there's still in our area it's a different ball game because there's so many hollers uh, that pipes run up into yep. that you've got to have the pressure to push up into that holler uh, because sometimes it'll be going up a mountain and back down a mountain. Yeah, so you have to have the pressure pushing. You have to have. Um, uh, angles that you've got to hit because there's no straight road there right yeah (laughs) you know um so there's so many factors that come into play and plus everybody wants to blame the water company which they're at fault for some things i guess in the past they've had uh, people just trying to make money and then uh, but there's also the fault of finding bags of garbage from households in the reservoir or uh, gray water lines that nobody gets fined for that run straight into the river uh, where the water comes back to the plant. <laughs> so there's those well, things. Well, that's just good recycling. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you can call it that. <laughs> so, uh, so that's the things that people don't bring up because, I mean, in this time and age, it's uh, the shock value. Yeah, uh, that is news. crazy about the uh, 
lead and the iron. And yeah, it's coming up a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's probably the social media presence that people can actually talk about stuff now and more people can find out more yeah. uh, just internet-wise. Sure, news travels so, fast. Yeah. But uh, but now here I've been rambling on a lot. What, what's uh, what's new in your life? New. I mean, it has been a while since we've hung out. Yeah, it's been a minute. Hot minute. Um, not much, really. Still in school. That's good. Pressing on with that. Yeah. Uh, as we were talking earlier before we started recording, it, you know, it's it's going well. It's going about as well as we could expect at this point in time, which is yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Uh, light at the end of the tunnel is getting brighter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so um, definitely. Definitely hard, but pressing on with it. Good. And then, uh, so if I'm not doing school, usually it's just working or, or you know, the family, family life. Family stuff, so, yeah, doing things with the kid and the wife. and Oh, yeah, normal family stuff, and then um, working a lot, so. Right. Like well, I, I think which, I work this weekend, too, so. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much, I'm either at work, home, or doing schoolwork or i guess here <laughs> yeah so <laughs> now but there is a hobby you picked up recently that i don't think we've really hit on and stuff but you and i have talked about it quite a bit yeah um you got a 3d printer i did so <laughs> um funny story why i got into this hobby okay. a lot of hobbies i mean i used to fish a lot yeah fishing takes time yeah. Also takes cooperative weather. Right. Also takes daylight. Well, you have the pond right up behind your house, too. True. That was a helpful quality. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of ducks out there now. Walk out though, the so. back door and cast out. So Yeah, that is nice. It is a, <laughs> it's a perk. Yeah. Um, but I needed a hobby that I could, I could kind of, with doing school and work and the family life, it's all like the free time's kind of short. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't want a hobby that would, one, require me, all my hobbies basically required a lot of time. Yeah. Or me to be gone for a very long time. So, you know, camping or hiking with you and uh, the, the, the others. And then, yeah. um, you know, fishing is a part of that. Even even some kayaking. Yeah. Um, all these things take a lot of time. Typically involve some travel. Yeah. And planning. And, and separation. And separation. Family. Yeah. Um, so I was... I was thinking to myself um it's like man i need to find a hobby that i enjoy but is also something that i can pick up and put down and pick up and put down and pick yeah. up and put down so um with 3d printing uh had a had a friend come over and um play some board games and stuff and he had had some pieces printed um, to kind of help organize the game pieces. Oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I was sitting there, and I, I, I this was not that long ago, so I, I was aware three D printing was a thing, and um, but I'd never actually like got to sit down and, and yeah. look at tinker one tinker around with it. And... Yeah, talk to somebody about you know, hey, what's this really about? Yeah, and found out that there is actually a very economical version of three D printing. It is not all these several thousand dollar <laughs> versions like like we have one at work that'll print. I can go in and print a tool if I need to. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, several, it's as big as a refrigerator. Dang. This one is not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, um, once I figured out that the economically it, it was. It's not the size of a refrigerator, but you can make some cool <laughs> stuff. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the size of the printer. It's how you print. <laughs> Punny. Um, but through all that, I figured out that there was an economical way to get into this hobby. So I, I decided to pursue that and well, then yeah. kind of checked it out and started learning a lot about it and the more i learned about it the more fun it was yeah it seemed to i guess starting out i didn't really know what i was going to do with it yeah so 
I just it was kind of one of those things I knew I had a couple things I was like ah, I I'll try. tinker around with this yeah. and and see what I you know see how it goes and and I knew that it was something that I wouldn't be an expert at right away so I knew that I could improve on it yeah and um, one of the fun parts about getting the it's an Ender three I don't if anyone who listens is a part of the uh, or. 3d community three yeah really i mean there is everything that you could just the same as you found with podcasts the same thing exists with 3d printers yeah, where there's a there's lot of every kind of there. form out there yeah there's a lot of people that do this hobby there's everyone's willing to share information yeah if you have a question it's never hard to find an answer you just have, kind of have to google it right someone has had the same problem you're having oh cool so i've through all that i kind of learned and improved my skill and and got got better and it's a lot of you really have to be kind of meticulous in how you tweak things and like yeah. just even just the settings on the computer i mean just one percent <laughs> will make a difference oh dang. so um it's also kind of interesting too because the printer i bought it from like it's, it is legitimately from china oh it oh, has wow. like chinese writing on it <laughs> like it so it's um kind of not learning how to read that but but kind of dealing with that and then since the rest of the world except for those of us who've been to the moon, um, <laughs> uses the metric system. Yeah. Um, everything's in Celsius, so I have to <laughs> kind of do that manual conversion in my head if I'm really curious to how what yeah. the temperature is. And, but. and you can't just grab the, the manual and read it. Right. Because yeah. everything's in that's Chinese. Just kind of threw that away. Mandarin, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's been an interesting hobby. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot more – there's a – I mean, you can do anything with. It. I well, can like print. you said, your friend had uh, an organizer made for his board game stuff, right? And and that, that intrigues me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like that's funny because you could use it literally for anything around the house. Like, oh, I need a peg to be able to hold this one bracket up in the house, and I can't find it in my toolbox. Can't find it in my extra bolts. Right. I could just make something real quick. Yep. <laughs> so I I do have a, a it's a I guess I would call it a mutual friendship with a with a guy who. Um, who also does 3D printing. He was the one that actually printed the board pieces for my <laughs> friend that had the game. Oh, cool. And um, so at a um, at a get-together for where we were all at the same place, I, start, I asked him a few questions. And yeah. He had actually said, um, I was asking, have you printed anything that's been useful, or is, is, are you just, like, tinkering and hobbies? Yeah. yeah. Basically. And, and he said, yeah. He said, you know, I've my lawnmower broke. And I was able to print the replacement piece I needed. I was able to print and a blade. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess it wouldn't be impossible, but... Um, not very durable, probably. Probably not. Yeah. You'd have to get into the metals, which is a whole different animal. But yeah. um, the comment he made is that he's not fixed enough broom handles yet to, to yeah. pay off his hobby, but it's still Well, isn't still that every fun. hobby? Like, most hobbies don't really pay out. Right. Like fishing, yeah. yeah, you'll catch a few fish to eat. Yeah. But how many are you throwing back compared to how much you're spending on sure. lures and yeah. poles and reels and whatnot? Right. And I think most people who make stuff and and sell it for a hobby they'll they'll tell you that's they're not yeah. doing it for the money <laughs> i'm not i'm not on the the gates the bill gates uh <laughs> yeah roster so from that i've kind of there's other through printing stuff i found like it like that's you can print like an in like a i guess a you can print something that'll just it'll sit there and take up space or you can you can print things that have like joints in them that yeah. can will bend and articulate and yeah um yeah because a lot of people when it started off they were making like uh 
like models or they yeah. were making trophies or making like uh, uh, action figures of sorts to be like, oh, look at this really cool dragon yeah. I made. Yep. But at the same time, there's so many more aspects that you can get into to like make something helpful right. <laughs> around the yeah. house and whatnot. Or, I mean, I even found a picture that you can print it and it prints kind of on a curve at like a, an, it's basically kind of, I don't know if I'd call it a half circle, but it's more like a C-shaped, like, well, half, we'll half circle. Yeah. And so it, it prints um, vertically, but then as it prints, it it changes the thickness of where it's printing. So okay. when you hold that up to the light, it'll show like a an image. Oh, and wow. And then if you take it away from the light, obviously the you image disappears. Yeah. So um, you can do really like kind of decorative things and artistic things like that. That's and cool. There's, there's two different types of, I mean, you're... I would consider myself a printer yeah. more than a designer. And there's people out there who they can design some incredible things. Right. And that, um, that gene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just have that, they have that knack yeah. for finding the right shape or tolerance or, or geometrical yeah. dimension they need for that yeah. shape. And then a bunch of other big words and stuff. Yeah. Sure. I get you. <laughs> um, but I mean, they just have a knack for that. Whereas um, I do not. Well, but and I can. You don't have the time. I can set a machine up. Yeah. that's true too. Yeah, you don't have the time to yeah. to endeavor into the imaginary area of it. It's right. more of, hey, what somebody else made that would be beneficial to me. So yep. hey, I can look at that what they do and try to make that for myself. And the the great part about it is is that all these people who go out and kind of design these things like they want to share that like yeah. it's not it's not one of those things where it's like i've this is mine i'm gonna I hold on this, to it and it's gonna be so special because right. nobody else can do it yeah and then or you know they're not out there trying to put a patent on everything that they design 3d yeah. wise but uh there's websites out there unless uh, it's to make a gun part and then it's like okay uh, i'm putting a patent on that <laughs> yeah you probably could um but but there's um <clears throat> there's websites out there where you can go and you can download these files. It's, it's open source. Awesome. Um, the okay. people will actually load up like the, the original file so that if you need to make changes, so you can personalize something on it where if it has like a name or yeah. like if you want well, dad gum across the bottom of it. And yeah. It well, would, uh, it sounds like we need something to put up here uh, by the Ron Swanson poster. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I can figure something out. So, but if you hold it up to the light, it's like a big penis right there. <laughs> yeah, see, you see this? It's blank. It now it's what? a big giant penis. <laughs> so, um, but it, you know, it's it's as far as a hobby goes, it's definitely what I was looking for. As far as something that I can, I can get off of work. I can go home, yeah. hang out. I can you know tinker with stuff. Not everything prints yeah. like and is done. Several things are like I made a, a catapult that was it was fairly large, yeah. um, maybe the size of like a uh, coffee cup or a coffee can, okay. like a or a Folgers can or something. Yeah. So I had to print it each piece individually, and then you know once you get everything That's printed, simple. you have to try to assemble it together. So it's it's been a a lot of tinkering. Well, a and, lot that, of and that's where things are just, heading. Yeah. Like, and when you were talking about it, it makes me think of like LimeWire and like torrent <laughs> stuff back in the day. Like, I'm going to get a virus? Well, from- no, no. <laughs> no, not that you're going to get a virus. But no, how that started off back when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So like middle school or something like that for us when dial-up was the big thing and oh, people, yeah. you couldn't just like, uh, stream something like you do now you had to download stuff and you had to rip it and and put it to another file and but that was the big thing for LimeWire was like getting music from people 
Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't have to buy all these CDs from everybody. We can just share it with each other. Right. And so that community was like, yeah, screw the big company. Like, there's yeah. no reason let's, we can't just share let's this. Let's try stuff. to get sued like Napster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. So, but but that was like an era, and now everything's being streamed, so you don't ever have to have a hard copy CD. You just, you basically, if you pay a subscription to Spotify, you can get any music you want. Absolutely. Or Apple Music now, the big yep. conglomerate of that. Yep. But um, I had an Amazon Music Prime account yeah. for a while. I, I don't anymore. Right. Um, but, you know, I could sit there and ask Alexa to play yeah. me a song, and she would find it and play it. And, and see, you're kind of on the, the ground floor of that kind of stuff. Well, probably not the ground floor, because 3D's been around for a minute. Still fairly new, though. Yeah, so yep. you're on that ground floor, though, of like oh, people are like, hey, let's just share this information instead of like, oh, you gotta go to Walmart and buy this thing, so you can do this one specific thing. It's a thing out there to where it's like, no, this is an internet community. Let's just right. share this stuff, share this information, make this and create these things together. Right. So that one day it can be even awesome sure you know not really a word and, but you get what i'm saying right and there are con- some concerns out there too with you know the environmental in- impact you don't want right. you know, every house in the world <laughs> printing plastic so we can add to the island yeah because Pacific, you know we've been super concerned with the environment around here <laughs> right so well I, I, you know i know where i'm at and I oh speaking of you need a bottle of water no. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh a lot of the actually it's the filament is the um proper term for the plastic that feeds in and prints out to other stuff but right. um a lot of the fil- filament is either one recycled or two is actually biodegradable so oh, that's good um there's less of an impact to yeah. the environment compared than, to when they started off some people probably. may think oh yeah i'm sure they started off there's probably all like, kind of it's like all right let's um, get all this plastic and yeah, let's make something out of plastic there's probably a, a million benchies sitting yeah. out in the <laughs> pacific ocean on that right. island so <laughs> benchy is a small um it's a small boat that is oh, okay. like a uh, it's a calibration check of your printer. So <laughs> it's just anyone who things. yeah anyone who three D <laughs> prints the first thing you print is probably going to be a benchy. <laughs> so and then every time you change something and you want to compare it and see how it improves or, it or degrades, it, it'll be one of those benchies. <laughs> yep. So there's a lot of people. Make, I mean, they'll show pictures and they have hundreds of I'll these tiny a, little boats. I'll have to put a hashtag benchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would in, in the description. Yeah, it might get somebody. <laughs> Well, that's really cool, though. I, I enjoy that. I think it's pretty fun. Uh, I, I don't know that I'll jump into it, but since you're into it, I'll get you to print me stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that would be. I would enjoy that. That'd be part of yeah. the hobby. So yeah, I I would enjoy. I mean, I can't use everything that would I I would print. So obviously, yeah. it would it would be fun to yeah to print well, which, things for others other people. Which we we've actually talked about beforehand because mm-hmm. you know we were talking about the the mic stands and things which we've advanced here in the bear, Teddy Bear Cave. We've got some new stands and we've got some new Fancy. shock absorbers and but you're looking at that and you're like, "Hey, I could probably make, you know, some sound dampening equipment or yep. some, you know, shock absorbers." So that's yeah, it, it'll be beneficial for the Teddy Bear Cave, I do believe. I'm sure I can figure <laughs> something out. <laughs> so in your busy schedule, you know, you can uh, <laughs> Well, let's see other good thing about it too is i can um you know i can set something up and print and then once it's printing i think the longest print i've done was 15 hours dang right most That's... most of it averages about three or four yeah um but 15 was 
that one was up there. That was yeah. pretty long. Pretty nervous on that one. I was had, say, that that's... was like the first one I went to bed while it was still printing and <laughs> woke up and had to run downstairs real quick to see if it was still printing. <laughs> Make sure it was running properly. Yeah, because you can end up with a big <laughs> giant mess on the, the end of the nozzle piece where it's it just looks like a big plastic a ball big of spaghetti. Glob, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see me doing that quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it happens. It, yeah. I had a... Um, I had a print fail, and the reason it failed was because a upgraded piece that I printed yeah. failed. Uh, okay. So um, once that piece failed, it kind of was dragging the print bed and <laughs> knocked the other piece off of it. And yeah, because you have to make parts to be able to print new parts sometimes. There, Yes, there yeah. are times. So yeah. the benefit of, I guess, you, yeah, I'll call it a benefit. Yeah. The benefit of buying an an economical uh printer yeah. would be that uh you get to print all the upgrades you want that's right so you can Instead very quickly having... turn a you know 100 whatever dollar printer i think it was two i think it was 200 but when i bought it i think it's decreased in price by now but right. um you could very quickly turn that into a five hundred or thousand dollar printer by making the parts for by yourself. making or purchasing parts. Yeah. So uh, the printing it, yeah, not so much because I mean it's about twenty dollars like a, a roll, and that that roll will last you a decent yeah. time. So okay, um, that's not bad. No, considering on the ground floor of things, that's yeah, yeah. It's it's very affordable. Yeah. So, um, but. There are some, like, you can buy upgraded computer parts, you can buy upgraded nozzles, and you can really get into it and start spending some money. And, yeah. But it's a lot more fun just to just to print pieces that'll well, and that's make fu- things Futuristically, better. that's where we're heading. Oh, I yeah, mean, to absolutely. be like, I mean, you see all that on, like, Back to the Future uh, 2, where yep. they're there, and they're just like, oh, hey, I could really go for a pizza. And they put this little pill in there and all of a sudden boom there's a whole pizza mm-hmm. kind of idea so it's like oh man i really need to go pick up such and such tool oh wait i can just make myself a wrench real quick yeah and just fix this or tighten up this bolt when you tighten up as opposed to be like i, I can't find my three-eighths wrench yeah <laughs> you know well i mean there's even organizations like mine which is a fairly large organization and right has been around for a while um, we use 3d printing and in the components that we make right and for tooling yeah so um the 3d printing that we use in our components obviously those aren't plastic that's metal yeah but um it's a different type of printing however uh the tooling is li- it's literally the same type of printer yeah um that i have at home it uses the same type of filament yeah um it's just it's just they larger have a lot more industrial than- <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um but cool. several times we've we've broken a tool and yeah. i go to the tool maker and <laughs> tell them what i need and basically awesome. basically read a number off to them and say hey i need one of these and yeah a couple of days later i have my part see so. you're going to be on the ground floor of creation for our homes <laughs> yeah well they're already 3, 3d printing the uh concrete homes really yeah you oh, can I, YouTube I think that. i did I, yeah i was gonna say we could youtube that here in the studio we yep. have a youtube station now yeah but they're uh <laughs> it's i mean it works the same way yeah and it the, I, I think I've seen something about so. that, where it's just a larger machine running on a track, mm-hmm. runs around printing off walls. Yeah, and, it just reads G code and yeah. um, prints That's out crazy. at home. Taking nerd jabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's I don't I don't know that it'll be an Indian Hill printing homes out anytime <laughs> soon. But um, if you go to a highfalutin area up here, yeah. Indian Hill. <laughs> um, but if you go to a 
like a disaster area where they might need some yeah. homes rebuilt real quick or yeah, throw um, them down. Yes. Or well Maybe even a, the a homeless poorer, population kind of thing like yeah. if somebody wanted to invest and do something to help the homeless population yep. they could make a community. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Instead of just so, having them move tents every now and then. And you so. can I mean it's uh, like a matter of days. It's right. done. Yeah. An entire as, house to move. As opposed to all the <laughs> yeah. building a house with a, a whole crew all the time so. Right. Man, this is awesome. Uh, I think it's a very uh, educational thing. I think some people might say, well, daggum. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's interesting. It, it certainly has opened my eyes up. I knew that there were a lot of possibilities with 3D printing, but yeah. um, once I got into it a little bit more, I, I kind of learned that, I, I mean, literally your imagination yeah. is the limit. Right. So it is, um, it is really interesting what what you can print and yeah well, yeah like learn. i said man you're on the ground floor of like what we're going to have every day like you're going to go to whatever store it is then like i'm going to go to walmart and pick up my printer and like oh yeah because that's a staple like oh you have to have a microwave yeah. oh you have to have a hot water heater oh you have to have and then it's going to be like oh yeah you have to have your 3d printer yep like whereas before it's like well you need cable you need Did, power now it's like you need internet yeah you need now to go get your a, printer yeah yep. <laughs> so you can print that piece to fix that broom yeah <laughs> that'd be crazy yeah it'd, it'd be pretty it'd be good. awesome i so, did print some pieces for the playstation really yeah um i printed a couple mounts to keep it like raised up and off keep the heat off keep of the it. heat that's probably the most useful thing i've printed so far wow is it rate they're just little triangle kind of pieces they they look real slick and real whoever designed them did a great job yeah and um, i might but, need to get some of those off of yeah it. <laughs> I, I can do that that's a quick print there's oh, cool. there's uh just four of them wow. and they just they just slide right in the grooves that run down the side wow and it lifts your playstation up maybe about three quarters of an inch yeah dude and that way you have air you hook up circulation cave with anything you got <laughs> yeah uh, I, I printed those off and then printed a um some thumbstick extenders to they're terrible yeah so <laughs> if you've been try. well uh, yeah you had to give it a try because yeah. you know was, this was supposed to improve your like you're <laughs> shooting in a first person shooter oh yeah and you know if you've been doing this for 15 years <laughs> then it's you just gonna get yeah, in the it's way just more in the way. So, yeah. yeah it's like picking up a new controller to a new game system oh yeah you're just clumsy yeah it's like you're trying to play xbox now it's like oh my gosh yeah who plays this dumb machine right like this controller is terrible <laughs> offense given to everybody <laughs> that plays xbox uh <laughs> But uh, I think that's going to do it for us, man. Uh, like I said, thanks for coming in. This is a great episode, I think. Thanks for having uh, me. I hope people uh, look into 3D printing, and maybe that's something they're going to jump into. Um, hopefully we didn't offend anybody uh, that's from Martin County that uh, that's like, well, what are you talking about nine days like that for? I just want to know why. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> why, why they're offended. Yeah. Hey, write in. We'll we'll share this out. We'll hash it out. Get a conversation started. The more more arguments we can get going, it might give me some more some more clout out there. Yeah. <laughs> but again, uh thanks for coming in, man. Uh miss Happy you. To be here. Haven't have had you on in a while, so it's really awesome to have you in the studio. Glad you got to see the new setup. Um and for those of you out there, remember, go out there to the social medias, uh, like and subscribe uh, on your platform you're listening from, uh, share. Uh, if you're on Instagram, when I post this out, share it to your timeline. It'll only be on there for 24 hours and it'll disappear, but it'll get more people seeing what it's about. Uh, if you have a disagreement with what we're saying, comment into it. Let us know right there on the page. Uh, we're not going to give you any hate. We might go back and forth with you, but uh, it'll be a fun little banter uh, about something that's not really important important uh <laughs> and if it gets boring 
we could always just start doing you know ron swanson quotes. there you go we'll start giving ron swanson quotes to because i'll just look behind me and write them out so yeah. <laughs> anyway thanks for coming on man thanks for having me yeah uh great to see you and uh, we'll catch you next time see you